we're doing it a little bit different tonight. No storyteller. We're all going to talk a little bit about the theme of autograph. And I'll just go into the intro when we're ready. I don't think I don't think we should do banter. I, uh, I I've never gotten an autograph. Oh, then let's talk about that. I have given one. Then let's talk about that too. <laughs> so you do have something. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. It can also can it also be like a celebrity meeting. Does it have to be a literal autograph? No. Okay. Okay. Well, then I definitely have a kind of a lovely one of those, but never had the balls to ask. I think it's cool. Well, I think don't it's talk cool. about it. I bet. Yeah, talk about this in the episode. Then is that banter, Steve? Why don't you just start the episode and then we'll just kind of go into it. So we're not. Yeah. Are we done? You don't want us to be we're funny not, tonight. We're there not doing. Let's go right into As it. As I said, we're not doing banter. <laughs> is this banter? Could we call this banter? It just feels okay. weird. Improvisers, you guys aren't listening very well. Thank you, Mary. Who said that? I think this is the banter. <laughs> Hey, this is Steve with the Punch-Up Podcast. With me on this episode are Jesse Preisendorfer, Ian O'Shea. Confused and signing in. Kevin Reagan. Hey, Steve. And Mary Carpenter. Hello, Steve. So, Mary, did you notice that I did a little bit something different with the intro? No banter? I'm not sure if I noticed. I didn't introduce anyone as the storyteller. That's, okay, I did notice that. I did notice that. Yeah. And that's because tonight we're going to do something a little bit different. We're all going to talk a little bit about whether it's a little bit of a story or a remembrance around a theme. And that theme is autographs. Sweet. Yeah. So uh, I'll start. When I was younger, I was really, really into baseball. Loved baseball. Uh, I played it probably between the ages of nine and 16, 15, 16. What happened at 15 or 16? Did Everybody you... else grew. Okay. Oh, yeah. What was your, like, position? What was your strength? Like, what was your talent in baseball? So I had a good arm. So I played center field and third base. Oh, nice. Same haircut? <laughs> this hair is much better now, actually. You actually do have real good hair tonight. I thought about that yeah. earlier. Thank you. You've grown into it. I really have. I, uh, it finally <laughs> came around in my 40s. <laughs> So anyway, I was really into baseball and I loved everything about it. I loved playing it. I was a huge Phillies fan. And at that time, my brother John was a landscaper. Summers, like, okay. at, you know, summer, like right after high school, into college for a couple summers, he was a landscaper. Now, when you say you played baseball, I mean, were we a big league chew kid? Were you a, a sunflower seed kid? Big league chew. I loved, uh, and then like, like just bubble yum. You know, now, and did you did you wrap the ball in your glove and oil it and wrap it and put it under your mattress? Could your hat be folded and put in your back pocket? I never did the hat fold in the back pocket, but I definitely wrapped the glove and broke it in. Yeah. Too much respect for the hat? Yeah, I, don't, I didn't want to crease the bill. I bent, I curved yeah. it, but I wasn't going to yeah. crease it. I used to stiff the whole hat part, but not the bill in my pocket, and the bill would hang out and it didn't bend it. Yeah. But the curve, the curve is important. Yeah, man. I like oh, yeah. the curve, but not the bend. Yeah. The right curve. We used to put our caps in mugs. Oh. Get them wet oh, and good. put it in a mug, and then it holds that perfect. Oh. In prep school, the kids would put their hat in the dishwasher and then and then do that. 
So I, 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 I was I was clueless, but now I yeah I get it. And so John um, was a landscaper, and on his route were two fillies. Ooh, wait, where? Big fillies. What year? And infield or outfield? No, don't give us infield outfield because I think I know who it is. This is late seventies, I guess. Okay, all right. Does the term hot corner mean anything to you? Yeah. Yes, it does. I'm going to say Dallas Green and Mike Schmidt. You got Mike Schmidt right. <sighs> Steve Carlton and Mike Schmidt. Mike Schmidt. We know. So Mike Schmidt. Yes. Mike Schmidt. And, and Mike Schmidt. Everybody gets Mike Schmidt. <laughs> but he's big. Tug McGraw. Mike Schmidt and the guy Mike who played Tug next McGraw. Week. I did. Jesse. Tug McGraw. Tug? Oh, nice. Ding, ding, ding. Wow. Both of those. Oh, my God. Wow. That's a good route. And they were so nice to John. I mean, I've never met them, but. Did Tug ever talk about the fact that he ran out on his family? Yeah, all the time. Did Tug ever talk about me? <laughs> were you who he ran out for? Well, you know, what can I say? In the 70s, I was 10, so sure. Oh, <laughs> gross. Make it weird. Let's make it real weird. Can you can you edit that? Can you edit that in? <laughs> so John was able to procure me an autographed picture of both of them. Oh my God. Personalized great. to me. Steve best wishes, Tug McGraw, and I forget like I forget what Mike Schmidt said, but best wishes. Better wishes. Steve, are you a hundred percent certain that <laughs> your brother John didn't sign these? <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't until just this minute. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at his face and he's like, uh, I'm not 100%. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Hold on. We have it, John thanks. here. <laughs> that, that either means that your life is a lie or your brother is a liar. <laughs> Cherish those forever. I feel like I still have them somewhere in some box. You know, I don't know if I do. But I hope so. Those guys, those guys transcended Philly sports too. Both those guys. I mean, they were, they were beloved, you know. Yeah. The world over. Tug is one of those awesome players that is both like the Mets own him and we own him because he, he played slightly longer here than with yeah. New York, but he won championships with both of them. And it's yeah. just, it's fascinating, man. It's like wow. nails. Yeah. Well, yeah. But Tug's the only one in New York. He never won here. That's true, I guess. Got yeah. close. Man. So there was one time around that period, my, my best friend, Tom, one of my best friends, Tom, he, he and I went down to a baseball, a Phillies game. We used to go to the vet, you know, the Phillies game. Oh, yeah. We, what did that ticket run you? I mean, the the 500 level was 50 cents. Whoa. Holy yeah. crap. Or the seven, sorry, 700 level. 700 yeah, I, level. I, knew, I knew what you meant, but still. Same haircut? <laughs> <laughs> that was back in the day where after, I think it was the fifth inning, they opened the gates and you could yeah. walk right in for free. Wow. Tom's dad brought us down one night and he was so, he was really into autographs and he, he kept talking about, all right, the end of, at the end of the game, after the game, we're going to go down outside the vet, some tunnel or some ramp. You okay. wait for the players to come out and, and God bless his dad. His dad was like, sure. I mean, you wait a half hour at least more, yeah, it's gotta be more. Yeah. late at night and, and no one was coming out and who comes walking along, but uh, Gary Papa. Oh, yeah. And wow. so Gary Papa. How old were you guys, Steve? I mean, probably 12. I yeah, think. it's good, man. It's good age. Yep. And yeah. he, and so we were like 
started talking to him. He goes, come on, guys, walk with me. I'll talk to you. And he's just talking to us. Oh, he was lovely. He gave us his autograph. That's and, uh, it was so cool. And Tom went on to major in communications at Villanova and get into yeah. TV production. And he had interned at Channel 6 for a little bit and became lifelong friends with Gary Papa as oh, an adult and was friends with him till the end. I mean, Gary was a sweetheart. In fact, one time I went over to Gary's house with Tom and watched a, a Mike Tyson fight, I think. And <laughs> he was an, just an awesome, super nice guy. Gorgeous home. By the way. That only could have been better if you guys played Mike Tyson's punch out with Gary Papa. <laughs> well, I can tell you that that game would have lasted longer than one of Mike's fights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was pretty cool. That is really cool. When you um, got the autographed pictures, was was that for an occasion or your brother just? I think he just brought them home for me. I don't think it was an occasion. I mean, I just was fascinated that he would cut. It was cutting their lawn, and he would. Talk. Mike Schmidt would sometimes say to the guys on a hot day, "Go ahead, swim in the pool." Landscapers, he'd be like, "Go ahead, go take a dip." Like super nice, you know. Yeah. Nice. Go pee in Mike Schmidt's pool. How cool is that? <laughs> so when we were kids. Uh, the big deal was going out to dinner for your birthday. And sure. I lived in the Poconos and we would go to this fancy Chinese restaurant called the House of Ming. Was it the only Chinese restaurant up there? Yes, at the time. So it was the Chinese restaurant. It was the Chinese restaurant. It right. was expensive. It was fancy. My parents got, you know, they had linen tablecloths, linen napkins. Jesse, did you guys dress up? Yeah. Yep. This was the birthday place. It wasn't like you could pick, like if you wanted to go to Friendly's, this was just the birthday place. I think like the whole family would go out and that was a fancy place. But then like during the day, I could go to McDonald's if I wanted. <laughs> like they'd take me for lunch anywhere I wanted. For your birthday. For my birthday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, for the big dinner, like we had to go out as a family. Right. So we were, so we would go and, you know, my sister, I was about 10. So my sister was eight and we were sitting there at dinner once. And my dad said, hey, do you know who that is? And he pointed to a table across the restaurant and I didn't know who it was. It was a guy sitting there with a lady. Mike Schmidt and Tim McGraw. No, <laughs> but close. Was it Tim McGraw? Was he looking for Tug? No. No more guesses? All right, fine. I'm gonna guess Anthony Hopkins if it was the Poconos. Oh. Oh, good guess. <laughs> it was Joe Frazier and his wife. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't know we were done guessing. I was I was gonna say that. So my dad was a huge boxing fan. So I knew who, I knew who Joe Frazier was. What year is this, Jess? <sighs> 71, 72. So wow. Joe Frazier is still totally with it. He's at the peak. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's at the wow. peak of his career. Yeah. So my dad said, You guys should go get an autograph for him because he can't go over. Right. And I was like, okay, fine. I don't care. Cause I didn't care. But my sister was like, no, 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 I'm not going to go. So I started going over and she hops off her chair and she's following along. And my dad had handed me his cocktail, you know, the napkin napkin from underneath his sure. martini glass and said, here, have him sign this. And you're not, you're not nervous. You know who he is, but you're not nervous at all. You're like, okay, I'll get it for you, dad. I never, I never had that thing. Talking to adults, I would much rather be talking to adults when I was a kid than talking to kids. But there was no starstruckness to... I knew he was famous and I'd seen him on TV. Yeah. So I thought it would be cool to talk to him. But it wasn't like Gavin McLeod, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So we, we go over to his table and he sees us coming over and he looked at us and he said, I don't know, he said hello or something. And I grabbed the napkin out of my sister's hand and said, will you sign this for my dad? And, and he said, he said to my sister, he's cause she was young and blonde and a pretty girl. Um, he said, what's your name? And she said, Becky. So he signed it to Becky Oh, that's great. and handed it back to her. And he said to me, you want to feel my muscle? <laughs> and he went like this. And this giant arm <laughs> that looked like a side of meat. And I was like, yeah. And I just, and I touched it. And it was like, and he said, now see the other side, see if you can see a difference. And I touched the, I was like, I can't tell any difference. And he's like, wow. Tell your dad I said hi. Oh, so. Cool. And we go back to the table. And my dad's like, oh my God, you touched his, you touched his arm. You touched his arm. I was like, yeah, I touched his arm. But Becky got the autograph. Wow. Does she still have it? She still has it somewhere. I asked her today. She doesn't know where it is. That's so cool. She didn't wipe her mouth with it later? No, he took it. He took it yeah. and gave it back to her. He said, I'm going to hold on to this for you. Like, okay. Okay, Becky. Like in the West Wing. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like Bartlett for president. Like, did he, did he, like, he knew as you approached, like, oh, this guy sent his kids over. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. But he, he was also so nice that he wasn't like, leave us alone, kid, because obviously he's out with his wife. I heard that about him. I heard he was super nice and super approachable in that respect. Yeah. I felt his bicep. He was super nice. That's cool. Yeah. Super nice. You were the, the kid he didn't know what to do with. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I wasn't a, a my sister took a step back when he went like this. Yeah. She was she had her autograph and she was like, Okay, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't I didn't get anything. What are you what like, are you gonna give me? Hey Frazier? young man, you wanna feel my arm? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Jesse, I did. It was your birthday. Was that your wish to feel a strange man's uh, muscle? It was Becky's birthday. Oh, no, I thought it was yours. Oh, no, right. it was Becky's birthday. That's usually oh, my birthday wish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I think he said, I think he, I, now that I'm thinking about it, I think he asked why we were there. Yeah. And that's why he wrote the autograph to her. Uh, that's why he oh, wrote the autograph cool. to her. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's funny wow. though how, how you remembered it originally. Like, oh, he gave the you know he to the to the girl to the pretty girl. He gave gave her the attention, but you know, but the truth is, it was you probably said, oh, it's her birthday, but I want this for my dad, and he signed it to Becky. And I love that you know, he did that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so sweet. Like the only time I ever um, was tempted to get an autograph was um, in Santa Monica in. Well, I guess it was it was 2000. Were you still living in San Francisco at that point? No, I was in L.A. Okay. okay. And uh, it was daytime, you know, just like got, got some coffee on Santa Monica Boulevard. Didn't live too far from there. Sure. You know, lived in just getting coffee on Santa Monica, you know, like an L.A. person. It just sounds so cool. It does. I don't want to make a big deal about it. <laughs> but um, I was down on the beach for sunrise, just, you know, Hanging with the boys, catching some curl. Doing your drum circle thing. Swayze was, you know, on the surfboard. But it was daytime. So it was like, you know, uh, like there's the sand, there's the, um, like a, uh, a farmer's market, like a pretty, you know, nice farmer's market on the weekend and, and just kind of a, a to do. Um, and you'll run into folks. But, um, you know, the only, you know, so when you're living there too and you're auditioning and getting nothing and, you know, going nowhere fast. And your heart is, you know, broken in a million pieces and bleeding on a daily basis. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> you, you don't really care about, like, when you see famous people that are your peers, you just want to 
push them in front of traffic. Um, <laughs> Ian, how, what are you like? Twenty two at the time? Twenty one? Well, uh, let's see. Two thousand is twenty one years ago, right? So I am twenty one years minus forty eight. Anyone? Twenty seven. I was twenty seven years old, Jesse. You're right. Correct. Um, you know, and, uh, I was, you know, doing stand up and maybe working a little bit with the groundlings and audition, you know, back when LA, you had to drive everywhere and you had the Thomas guide, which is just like a, a book map. Oh, yeah. I remember the Thomas guide. Yeah. Just a nightmare. You just spend all day driving and get turned down. And, and what is um, this? What is this guide? It's what? The Thomas guide. It's like a map from LA. It was a map of just LA and it was like grids. So you'd like find where you're going and it's like G9 and you know, like no map, quite, you know, and you're, yeah. so you're driving around LA sitting in traffic. We had those books here too, but they were giant. Yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were pretty big. I mean, you know, I mean, LA is pretty big, but the, and, and, you know, to be honest, I, at that point, cause I, I left maybe a year later at that point, um, I was partying and, um, and doing stand up. And just like having, you know, like we lived a block from the beach in Venice. It was great. That's setting the picture. But the only time I was ever struck and moved was one of my favorite movies of all time is Running Scared with Billy Crystal and Gregory oh, Hines. Yeah, I love that movie. Great movie. I love that movie. It might be the best buddy cop film of all, in that genre. Midnight Run. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to argue with you there. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Midnight Run was a bit later, though. No, Midnight Run was 85 because I was in college. Okay. So, no, 89, probably 89. Yeah. 89. So, I, I would say a good, you know, like 85 is maybe running scared, like a good number of years before. Okay. But uh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And also, just, uh, just you know, Midnight I, I, mid Run, I almost don't even, you know, it's a, not a buddy cop. I mean, it's a great movie, but like in terms of like partners. True. And always loved Billy. And it was just a great new Billy Crystal role. And Gregory Hines, all of a sudden, you're like, this guy's fucking funny, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so fantastic. And anyway, so crossing the street, as I'm going to my car with my coffee, coming across the street the other way, is Gregory Hines. Is he, is he dancing across oh. the street? Please oh, my dance. God. He might as well have been gliding. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. He is, Holy shit. Like, that way. Yeah, parachute pants, like kind of like parachutey pants, and like a tight, like sort of workout. Probably it was more of like a lycra, like wow. shirt. And he's halfway across the street, and I like almost stopped. And then I, I went like we're in the now in the middle of the street. I go towards him. I realize too aggressively, <laughs> and he kind of like he's like he's like like there's like one of these like whoa, you know like. <laughs> <laughs> Easy I'm, I'm a six foot two white guy kind of like just like making a beeline like we both wow. saw each other cross we we cross and then he passes me and then suddenly i'm right next to him again like i just took a hard <laughs> cut oh and, it was like, and 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 then like he so he kind of you know not scared but just like whoa and uh, i was like oh i, I i'm so sorry <laughs> you know this is like Ah, damn it. This is already going poorly. And I just, I actually got, we got to the, so we walked to the other side of the street and he's like, Hey, how you doing? You know, I was like, Oh, uh, I, I got like tongue tied and it was, 
uh, Mr. Hines, I, I just, I just want to thank you for your work. I just, I, I just think you're amazing, running scared, and I, I just, you're, you're dancing, and I, 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 I just wanted to thank you. <laughs> Which is a lovely sentiment. Of course, I mean, you know, who wouldn't love to hear that? And, and I, I gotta believe that it was at first a little like, you know, how many uh, larger sort of, you know, college, collegiately frat boy kind of look, you know, I had a backwards hat on and flip flops and shorts, you know, like maybe not as usual, uh, you know, younger guy who, uh, 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 you know, would rec anyway. This, he, he was, was, he like, was also calculating, how long is this guy going to be on my elbow this afternoon? <laughs> and is this guy going to make it through a sentence? Like, how long do I have to like, like this is very sweet, but like, come on, buddy, spit it out. <laughs> so amazing, that guy was just his talent. Just uh, I, awesome. And I, that's, that's the best I could do was just to thank him for his work and his art. And I think I actually said, you know, <laughs> art. It's and uh, yeah, it was great. And he just was like, he was very sweet. And I actually like he just said thank you and you know, have a great day. And I think there was a pause for like, do you want something? Or, you know, like there was no selfies then or anything. Yeah. And that was yeah. it. I just kind of let him walk away. And I got choked up. Like I just like by, by uh, like being in the proximity of that yeah. artist. Yeah. Uh, of like a real artist. I, I mean, obviously I lived down there. I saw plenty of actors and yeah. people, but like he was somebody who was, I was just like, man, you are, I mean, yeah. he has created history and been a part of history oh, and the cotton wow. club. I, I mentioned the cotton club and, and running scared. So I was kind of proud of myself. Like, the, it was a pretty did you, yeah, did you just read off everything he's ever done to him? <laughs> Let me, I'm getting IMDb up here. Let me see. Uh, Sesame yeah. Street. <laughs> there was no smartphone. You know, we had, we had flip phones. And uh, I've seen him live. It was just the best I could do. And I, and I was like, should I have gotten an autograph? Like, I, I just, it, it's so strange to ask somebody to sign something. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't have anything. And I don't know what I would have done with it. I, the moment and just seeing him and thanking him was more for me than than like getting, cool. having i love money. that though i love the idea of thanking him because that guy was just yeah. immensely talented and just oh my oh. God. so talented yeah. yeah i could watch him tap dance 24 hours a day and he was so yeah. cool the whole time anything he did he was just cool yeah every line he says in history of the world is gold uh, oh <laughs> yeah you know what i don't even think i met i mentioned that i was just like yeah. oh it, you got to go back but unfortunately uh, oh, uh, ooh. oh. Ooh. Ooh. i i've given up on autographs after a while because i'd rather just the interaction and be in the interaction like i mean i'll take a photo anytime but you have a, a pretty decent catalog of selfies and 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 pictures. You do. I do. I, although they all become problematic after, like yeah, that's the biggest problem with any of it. It's like something that is well, the one with the one with you and Harvey Weinstein is a bit of an issue. Uh, it's, it's you know it's you need to you need to separate that one from the Cosby one. Don't put that. No, I don't know why. I don't know why either of you are not wearing pants. I, don't I look know, so good in all those photos. So I just they they will stay on Facebook. Just 
straight up delete the Woody Allen ones because that's no, yes. those are great. Uh, the lighting is perfect in this. <laughs> of course, Kevin Spacey, you gotta, gotta distance yourself from that one. Yeah, yeah the Kevin Spacey <laughs> one I should delete. <laughs> Couple of Kevins out on the town. I have not met any of those people, but um, <laughs> I do. I have like multiple pictures of me with Louis C.K. and I'm like, yeah, those are not <laughs> as cool as they used to be. <laughs> But um, Julie and I used to go to, uh, you know, speaking of the Phillies, we used to go to the um, Fan Appreciation Day where you, it was Fan Photo Appreciation Day where you could walk around on the field and the players would come out before the game and you take pictures. And you're not technically supposed to get autographs and you're really not supposed to get a picture with them. You're, it's almost like going to the zoo. You take <laughs> pictures of the players. That's what it really is supposed to be. Because of the speed of it, it's you know it's it's quick and 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 you talk to them. Like, do you make do you make similar sounds at them? I do. I think <laughs> nuts at Pat Burrell and over here. Yeah, you have a special key and you use it until Tomas <laughs> Perez tells you his whole life Find story. Out information about their genus. <laughs> I don't know who my father is. So this, this was like um, it. I, it was pre. World Series 2008, but not, it was probably like 07. It might have even been early 08. It may have been the year they won it. But Great we, season. It was awesome. I mean, that whole era, that whole team was fantastic. And Julie and I had gone down the year before, but we were waiting on, I won't rat the people out, but you actually know one of the people. They were uh, friends of ours who were a couple at the time. They're still friends. They're not a couple. Dritz? Was it Dritz? No. It's somebody from my life that came into comedy sports after I did. Oh, I know who it is. I do too. Who is it? You guys can say it. I just... Burns? Burns. Jim Burns. Wouldn't that be interesting? It was totally Jim Burns. <laughs> and he was late. So, and I had his ticket. So we had to wait to go in. So when we went in, in like 07, we, we were like, we, I mean, Julie, but me too. We were on a mission to meet Chase Utley and they told us, oh, Chase already came through and he's gone. And we were like, God damn it. So the next year I bought tickets and I said, I actually sent an email out and said, if you're not here on time at my house, I will leave your tickets under a rock. Yeah. So that year we got out and we went and it was great. And it was Julie and I were on the, actually, I don't think we invited anybody else that year. I think it was just Julie and I. And we were on the field and it was so incredibly hot. Wow. But we're standing there and we see Chase Utley. He's in our sights and we're like, this is, and he's coming towards us. Speaking of hot. Yes, it, he wow. was hot. We were, we were very sweaty. So he's coming towards us and we're like, this is going to happen. And the thing is, you everybody goes in the same direction. So all of the fan base is looking in the exact same direction as the players are coming down. And they are signing autographs. They are taking pictures. Not supposed to. And Julie hands you her wedding ring and says, "Here, hold this." Yeah, goes <laughs> it. Go find that. And, and no, also, I'm ready. I have the camera ready because Julie's going to get a picture. She's going to lean in, and, and we're going to yeah. get a picture. And then if I have to go away, I understand. It's fine. What is what is what is lean in code for? Whatever you want it to be code for. I mean, it's lean in. He's on her list. He's on the list. It's he okay. is the list. He yeah. is the list. Maybe James Marsters at one point, but th at this point in life, it was just it was just big Chase Utley. So we're ready. And Brad Lidge, who the year before had a bazillion saves, he was awesome. But if you recall that year, he wasn't really good. He kind of no. fell off big time. Yeah. 
might have been because he didn't follow directions and he was coming the other way. And here comes Brad Lidge, the save champion of Philadelphia, but because he's coming this way, and I know that we're not doing visuals anymore, it forces Chase Utley to go around him, and Brad Lidge is right in front of oh. us, and Chase Utley goes oh. around, and he's gone, and he oh. keeps going, and we're like, holy crap, and I'm like, whoa, what just happened? And I'm thinking, and it was too many people to try and like, oh, we'll just run around and get, it was, <laughs> could not do that. After him, no, it was Brad Lidge, you piece of garbage. Oh, yeah, that's when it pays to be really good with like uh, what are the the, the Spanish bolero, like you know, yes. like the, 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 to the Brad Lidge. okay, yeah, that's elaborate. <laughs> a bolero is a tie, John Bolero, he was a, a weather guy in Philadelphia, oh, wow. <laughs> good, friend, good friend of John Papa's. Yeah, that's they're, they're both this <laughs> ruined my story. Oh, no. We can edit that. <laughs> so Chase is gone. Brad is even gone. And we're just sitting there like, what the hell? Raul Abanez <gasps> happened to see the whole thing go down. And he comes over and leans in and puts his arm around Julie. And I took a picture. <laughs> he became Julie's de facto second favorite player. After ah, that's so cool. And I bought a, jer- awesome. a shirt of his after that for her. But yeah. He's wow. awesome. Oh, was, my God. Did you cut out his face on the picture? Oh, and Chase Utley, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to this day, we've never met Chase Utley. So if someone can make that oh, happen. No. Well, he no doubt listens, so. I think so. We'll yeah. get a call. Yeah, I think sure. I've got a text from him right now, actually. <laughs> oh, perfect. All right, so friends, mine's going to date me for sure. But it is probably, like, I've, I've, I've had my share of, like, celebrity sightings. But this one, um, it was actually planned and I knew it was going to happen. Uh, so That sounds stalker. So in 1985, I saw a show on Broadway with my mom that kind of, it was the, like, I always knew I wanted to be a, at that point, like I was a senior in high school. I knew I wanted to be an actress, yeah. right? I saw a show that made me go like, ooh, this is what I want to do. This is amazing. Yeah. And it was just this incredible encapsulation of, of everything I thought, like it was both uh, creative and um, innovative. Mary, and please tell me it's cats. Oh God, no, it's not cats. Can we guess? Sure, go ahead and guess. Starlight Express. No. Chorus <laughs> line. No. All that jazz. No. Chess. No. Any get your gun. Uh, what was that? Any get your gun. No. <laughs> All right, so, but and it, it changed my life. And then I went to college. I'll, all right, I'll give you a little hint. It was a one-person show. Oh. oh. Spalding Gray. No. So then I went, to, I went to college and I took this show called Interpretation of Nonfiction, where you had to pick somebody and you were gonna do a show about them based on their writings, based on articles about them, whatever. Anthony Hopkins. No. The Lily Tomlin Show. You're, we're getting close. Okay. Oh. So I did a show about this person. And this person was actually doing the show that I saw in 1985, doing the show in Chicago at the time. And I went to school in Chicago. And I wrote a letter. And I said, hey, I'm doing this show. I would love to, you know. And nothing ever came of that. You wrote, sorry, you, you wrote them a letter? I wrote them a letter. Okay. And nothing ever came of that, though. I did get a uh, letter back from their publicist saying, thank you. You know, we can't really do it anywhere. 
Fine, 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 fine. Did it also come with a signed picture that was signed by Steve's brother? It did not. <laughs> it was Mike Schmidt. Yeah, it was his one. Oh, I love uh, that show. His, his one-man one act, yeah. Right, right, right. Show, yeah. So then I graduate college. I go to school in London for a year. I go to I go live in San Francisco for a year. And then I go down to Los Angeles because I'm doing a show with the priest SNL, Anna Gasteyer, who I went to college with. Right. And this person who I have idolized is signing books. And I decide, oh, I'm going to go and have them sign my book. And I go and I wait in line. And this is long winding line through a, probably a Borders or a Barnes and Noble. Is it J-Lo? J-Lo. J-Lo is my age. So she was still on in living color at that point. Mary, this is the afternoon and you have a, you have a show with Anna that night, right? I don't, unfortunately. This is in the evening. Okay. And so we're, uh, so I'm waiting in line, waiting in line. I've got my book that I've had since I watched this show. And I actually have it right here. Awesome. And Jesse, you are 100% right. It is Lily Tom. I have idolized since laughing. But when I saw Search for Signs of Intelligent Life in the Universe, immediately I was like, this is what I want to do. This is a human being. This is a woman who is on stage with nothing but a few black boxes and some lighting. And she created characters and environments and story and sort of an epic amazing chronicle of women experience when she was over fucking 50 years old yeah over 50 years old and she did it was a two and a half hour show and it felt like it was 10 minutes it was amazing and i've seen that show probably three times whoopi goldberg I would, oh my gosh, I would have loved to see her show, but I did not get to see her show. Oh, it was Lily Tomlin. It was right. Okay, Jesse was right. Okay. And I did a show about Lily Tomlin in college that was based on her, and the whole concept was her characters were actually presenting who she was as a person. Yeah. So I did all these characters from like laughing and from this show and from all these different things. And uh, so she was signing this book in LA when I lived there. And I was like, I've got to go there. And um, so I waited in line, waited in line. I finally got up there and I, I saw her and I said, so I have this book and I would, you know, I would love for you to sign it. And um, nobody can see this, but- Was that the book she was signing? Here. Yeah, she was doing a book signing no, of this. Hold it, and it up, says, we can all see it. Hold it up. It says, love and goosebumps, Lily Tomlin, good luck. Because uh, I had told her what I was, you know, everything that I had been doing. And my book is coming apart. And it was hilarious because at the moment she said, like, I am so mad about this. I talked to the publishers about this and how I didn't want this book to have that this was going to happen to this book. And she was so pissed that my book was falling apart because I had read it so much. I, I just loved that little interaction with her. She was so amazing. And then lo and behold, years later, I'm back here. I'm living in Philadelphia. It was probably, I don't know, at least 15 years later, maybe 20 years later. My father had hi- actually hired me to help sort of production manage a show that he was doing for Women's Way. It was their 20th or 25th anniversary. And she was the headliner. Oh, wow. And so I was the person who was sort of like saying like, okay, this, I, I had written a sketch that people were going to do, which was an intergenerational thing. But I was also like the person who had to be like, okay, you have to be here at this time. You have to be here at this time. And she was the headliner. So I got to meet her again. Oh. She said... Oh, the intergenerational thing. You wrote that. What is that? I'm so interested in that. 
And I have this amazing picture with her that I like post every, like anytime I go to a new job, I put it up there, but um, where I got to actually like, once again, meet her and like stand next to her and get my picture taken with her. And it was just such a huge, like, Jesus. You, 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 also, you also got to like talk a little craft with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to talk some craft with her, which was, wow. and she's so cool. And, and just real and like live and just engaged and interested and not like a diva at all. And it was so Still doing it. It was so amazing to to like meet her and to oh. be like, you know, yeah. So it was it was it was incredible. It was awesome. incredible. Yeah, she is something else. She is she is really something else. She is, and her she was actually her birth name is Mary. Mm. Oh, oh how about that. Mary Jean Tomlin, I think is her birth name. Did you know yeah. that or did she tell you that? I didn't know that. I didn't know that because I'd done all this research on her for the show that I did. Sure. But uh, yeah, that was that was my favorite. I Because I don't seek out autographs. I'm like you, Ian. I don't really seek out autographs at all. Um, but this was one where I was like, yeah, I'm going to go meet her. That's fantastic. And a couple of times. like It, it was punctuated through your life. It was. I was. I just felt so incredibly lucky that that when my dad, you know, had booked her for this other thing and said, like, "All right, you're the point person." I was like, <laughs> "Okay." Oh my god, uh, Kevin and Ian and Jesse, aren't you glad none of us had to follow that story? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.